0: Learning and mastering anything we set our minds to is possible. Often, we hear it requires years to attain mastery. However, we believe you can do it in less than a year. You can do it in days and even land a gig. Doubt it? Follow us in this episode as someone and I unravel how possible you can gain mastery in any skill and land a gig. You're listening to the TechNas Show, your weekly dose of the latest tech stories, analysis, interviews, and opportunities in the world of tech. If you're a techie or an enthusiast looking to stay up to date, this is the show for you. Be a part of the conversation and stay connected to our tech community on Telegram at TechNas Show. Hello everybody, welcome back to The Technet Show. Happy New Year to all of you. We hope you had a great holiday. We hope you had time to bond with family and friends. I did, so it was an amazing holiday for me personally. And for those of our techies who couldn't go on a vacation due to their job demands, well, we are so sorry for you, (laughs) but nothing lost. We believe that there are diverse opportunities within the year for you to actually take out time to rest. It's important. You have to do that. You need to rest. You need to bond with your families. And for those who are still on holiday, we hope you are having an amazing time. We can't wait to have you back on that deck. Working all over again. All right, let's get back to the business of the day. This is our first episode for this new year, and we, you know, we've been hammering on techies and non-techies building skills and always working towards improving their crafts. So today we are talking about mastering a skill in fifty days to land a gig.
1: Yeah, I know some people are already profounding that it is not possible to master a skill in fifty days. Yeah, I understand the angle you are coming from. Just take it slow, you learn, work patiently with us.
0: Exactly work patiently with us. Now oh, we know that experts have already said that it takes 21 days to actually form a new habit and for technical skill or non-technical skill, you'll require some extra days to actually smoothing out your newly acquired skill. Obviously, I know we have different abilities. Some people can actually master a skill in 40 days, in 30 days, whatever, but we know that it takes a bit of time to actually gain mastery over a specific skill. And acquiring a skill is actually crucial in... In this dispensation because of the immense benefits it offers. You can actually land a new job, a more lucrative job, and you can also get a pay raise or a promotion in your workplace. It can help you build and increase your value in the workplace. Now, in choosing a skill to master, one tip we are sharing with you is that go for something that matches your interest as this will give you a sense of purpose and direction because practicing the skill you are learning is cognitively demanding and Herculean. But when it is something that matches your interest, something you are passionate about, something you like, something you fancy, you won't feel that much pressure on your brain when learning. And even when the pressure is building up, the prospect of what you are learning will give you the energy to to actually push on now after selecting a skill that you want to learn it's important to research where you want to learn it and create a learning timetable on how many hours per day you are going to dedicate to that skill and ensure you don't skip any day throughout the process as a matter of fact in 30 days you would have gotten a good grip of that skill Now, to gain mastery, you can actually get mastery in any given skill by following these three stages based on Robert Greene's recommendation. The first one is apprenticeship. Now, in this stage, you are building focus on that skill that you want to acquire. You are trying to understand the sequential formula you need to follow to get to the top. And also, in this stage, you are likely to try out several learning formulas in order to understand what works best for you. And to be honest, this is the hardest stage in learning any skill, but to be successful, there are a few tips for you to adopt. First, forget about money and focus on mastering your craft. Yes, don't make money the motivation of you learning that particular skill. You need to focus on mastering the craft. We know you want to land a gig, a lucrative gig. We know you want to start earning real quick, but do not make that your motivation. It is better to master a skill than just brushing through, learning the basics, and then you're going to get a job. And when you get that job and you can't deliver as expected, you know, you're overwhelmed. And before you know, you're under, Pressure and depression may follow. So, focus on mastering your craft first. Another thing is being open to learning. You have to be open to learning, and this involves killing the pride to learn from others, expanding your circle, sharing knowledge, and collaborating. Don't feel too big. Don't feel too uh, old. He's younger than me. Oh, I can't learn from him. No, be open to learning from other people. Try to connect with people in the circle, uh, especially in the field that you want to get into, and then share knowledge and ensure that you're collaborating. Another thing is pay less attention to the opinion of others. Right? It's important. Don't feel bad. Social media can be funny. You see a lot of things. Maybe you post a design. Maybe you learn design and you posted something and maybe you get a very bad review and you feel bad. Don't feel bad. Okay. Pay less attention. Understand critical assessment of your work during this learning process. Know the feedback that are constructive enough that you can take and then move on. Set clear goals to help you actually distinguish between opinions that are constructive and those that are malicious. Another thing to do is trust your process. Okay, because we all know mastery takes time. So trust your process, no pressure. Don't uh, give yourself heart attack because it's taking too slow. We are all different and our processes could also be different. Now, select tasks that are slightly higher than your skill level, right? This will help you to actually move faster. Challenge yourself, actually. Keep increasing your ladder daily. Okay, increase a lot of tasks that you're doing daily. It will help you do a lot of things that you didn't imagine you can actually achieve. Then get used to failures setbacks, pains and disappointment. Of course, it's not going to be a rosy process. Okay, you're going to have moments where you get discouraged during your learning process. Maybe you're not making a fast headway as you imagined and expect to. So you could feel bad. Many things could even happen along the way and could result to pain or disappointment. So please get used to failure. Maximize failure. Okay, you can use it as a motivation to actually keep grinding and moving forward. And lastly, for apprenticeship, employ the the tactics of trial and error okay try new things push yourself to the limit try new things even if it fails you know you will learn one or two things from it okay so ensure that you are trying a lot of things and with the guidance of someone obviously you will eventually get it right so the second stage to gain mastery is creative active stage this is a stage where you actually establish a firm foundation in your skill of endeavor At this stage, you would have already carved out distinct learning and practice techniques that work well for you. In this stage, you are already building a formidable work portfolio. And once you've done this, you're just taking action in creatively putting out stuff that you're learning, practicing, and gaining results, right? Before I move to the third stage in gaining mastery, one thing about the creative active stage is that it requires action. When you learn something, you have to put it into practice. So it's not enough that you have actually carved out a learning process that works for you. You also have built that step-by-step technique of practicing what you are learning. And when you do that, when you are practicing, you are gaining examples to actually build your work portfolio. You are having samples to show that will help you actually have a formidable work portfolio that you can use when applying for the job. And the last stage, which is the third stage in gaining mastery, is the mastery stage. This is where you are the master at what you do.
1: To get to that mastery stage in the shortest possible time, you must learn how to manage distraction. You must learn how to reach flow. And you must embrace deep work. These are three basic things you need to do in order to get the mastery. There's no two way about it. Managing distraction is actually one of the key things you need to do when you're learning a skill. If you cannot manage distraction around you, you don't know how to eradicate it. It will actually um, impede your growth a lot, a whole lot. And uh, you need to understand what deep work is, what it entails, the do and don't and everything about it. You need to understand that uh, mastery Stands from deliberate practice. It's not how long one stays glued to a computer screen. So it's not, you don't calculate the progress by, okay, I've been on my screen today. I've been on this thing for the past eight hours. No, 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 no. After this eight hours, how many have you actually um invested in deliberate practice? That is what actually counts. I'm going to list out the productivity hacks to achieve mastery. Okay, um, let's look at the first one. Um, motivation. The motivation both um someone else is motivating you and the one that you're motivating yourself. But actually I enjoy the self motivation a lot, you know, because person may not always be there to motivate you, but if you know how to motivate yourself, how to kick yourself back into work, it will help you a lot. So you don't need to wait for someone to motivate you, can do it by yourself. And another thing is flow. I mentioned flow earlier on. So flow is actually defined as the momentum you reach when you are fully focused on a task. And at that point, everything seems to flow effortlessly. Now, at this point, it feels calm and gives you this true sense of purpose. I don't know, Um, if you have actually been dipping into something, most of us, actually familiar with this, you are familiar with that environment, that momentum. You may not know what the thing is, um, but it is actually called flow. The best moment, you know, you should understand that the best moment usually occur when a person's mind or body stretched to its limits. You know, mihai uh, Csikszentmihalyi is a Russian, Russian-American, something like Russian-American psychologist. He said the best moments usually occur when someone's mind, when a person's mind is stretched to its limits in a voluntary effort to accomplish something difficult and worthwhile. So, when you actually Stretch yourself to that point that you want to accomplish something i want to do something you stretch yourself to a point that okay everything you're reading everything you're actually practicing you seem to understand it faster and more better
0: like what you hear so far make sure not to miss any of our episodes by subscribing to us now and joining our community on telegram at t.me slash technoshow now back to the show
1: so, another one is um, the 25-minute rule. Okay, a study from the University of California shows that it takes an average of 30 minutes and 50 seconds to get back to a task after being interrupted. So, that's how long it will take you. So, now, with the knowledge of this, you know, when this happens, when this interruption happens, it causes frequent interruptions in your learning session normally cause um, a high level of stress, frustration, and mental exhaustion. That's why you can actually be on a task, maybe you're trying to learn something a skill or for a few hours and you realize that, ah, I'm actually feeling so tired. Um, we look at it very well. You realize that there have been a lot of intermittent interruptions that actually caught your flu. And that way, it will bring this form of stress on your brain and you feel exhausted even without doing something serious. So when you see you are learning a course on Coursera for about, let's say, three or four hours, at the end of four hours, you Be so tired or you'll be so mentally exhausted. If you take at it and when you look at your progress, you have not really done much. If you look at if you look at the whole situation critically, you realize that the intermittent interruption you've been having every 20 minutes or every 30 minutes, it actually makes the whole learning process not to go the way it should go. That will make it so 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 inefficient. If you understand the math, then you realize that you need 25 minutes to get to flow. To get to this level, you must always switch off your phone. If it's not possible, maybe you are expecting a call or anything, try to put your phone in and try to maybe you can sign. I'm do not disturb. Do you have phones that have do not disturb. There are a lot of things you can do to, you know, switch off every form of distraction around you. Stay in a quiet environment. Maybe you can tell people around you if you are living in a, maybe in a shared apartment, you can tell people around you, please, I don't need disturbance. I'm doing something. Please don't disturb me from this time to this time. Only call me if it's an emergency. So that way you will be able to get to the state of flow. Okay, another one, as Elias stated, uh, another productivity hack is called deep work. You know, most of us in the tech field already know what deep work is, but for those that Actually, not a way. Um, let me define um, the work following Carl Newport's um, definition. Deep was defined as the stage where professional activities are performed in a distraction-free concentration. You know that pushes a practitioner's cognitive ability to the limit. You know, if you if you notice, I one similarity across almost everything I've said. You realize that there's this word that keep repeating itself, which is distraction. So if you know how to deal with distraction, you actually go very far in the shortest possible time. It's actually one of the key things to do to get to mastery. Deal with distraction and you get to mastery in the shortest possible time. So even the 50 days is actually possible. So I told you guys, 50 days is actually possible. But since most people cannot focus on the tasks for us, there's this thing I normally do. I split my own, I split my learning um, time into different deep work sessions of maybe 90 to 120 minutes. Mm each. So I know that it take me 25 minutes to reach um, the state of flow. And then most times it's normally, I usually use 90 minutes because I won't take up to 120 minutes. Uh, Before 120 I'll actually be exhausted. So the first 25 minutes is where I'll get zero interruption. From the 26 minutes down to 90 minutes, I'll have very high level of concentration. I'll get to that flow, you know. So now my flow will now be from the 26 minutes to the 90 minutes. When you get to the 90 minutes, I'll go on a break, 5 minutes break, and then start up the next session. So, you know, when I start up the next session now, it will take me approximately another 23 minutes to get to a level of flow. So get the level of flow. So at 25 minutes I already got a level of flow and then from the 26 minutes to the 19 minutes I'm actually in flow. I understand stuff a lot. To get the best out of deep work you need to isolate yourself for a long period of time and dedicate as much days as possible in a week for deep work. Ensure that you have three things in place. One, structured learning, solid discipline and zero distraction. So the discipline actually comes into discipline. Learn how to do it with your mobile devices, your laptops and the rest. And if you are using your laptop, make sure That there's no form of distraction, and getting so that's where the discipline comes into place.
0: Okay, so for techies that want to improve their skills, you can first of all carry out a holistic assessment of your performance to determine where you need improvement. Be truthful to yourself and be strict with the assessment. Take every minute part seriously. You can get a notepad or maybe a jotter, or you can do it on your phone as well, and write your strengths. Your challenges, your weakness, your personality that affects your performance, non-personal stuff that affects your performance, environmental factors, and other things you believe are important. You do not need to finish the whole assessment in a sitting. Just spend as much time as possible in getting all the necessary information, as this is crucial to other steps. Secondly, you can also recognize the area you need to work on. After a careful assessment, diligently map out areas you need to improve on and areas that need attention. Ensure to acknowledge not. Not only how much you know, but also how much you still have to learn to accomplish your goal. Once all these are discovered, it's time to set a goal and begin purposefully practicing. Another thing you need to know when you want to improve your skill is you also have to break these goals that you've set into tiny bits, right? Deconstructing areas that need improvement into smaller, more manageable parts makes it easier for you to achieve in a little time. Set a timeline for each part of the skill you want to improve. This will help you to stay motivated. It's always important to have a deadline for it. Another thing to know when improving your skill is commit some time into it. Set out ample time to work on your skill. Be deliberate and intentional about creating a daily routine of ways to work on your skill. Choose a time frame that you have the most energy and focus. Okay, if it's in the morning, if it's night. If it's afternoon that you have your most energy and focus, you know yourself better, pick that time as your main time to learn. You can adopt the principle of deep work in this as well. Another thing to know is create an accountability group and a mentor. If you feel comfortable having a group of friends or like-minded individuals that are willing to be your accountability partners, then good. And if it's not a group of friends and you want to be accountable to a mentor, also great. Now, if it's a group, this group will help you get your progress, give you feedback, solid, constructive feedback, and provide some form of resources that you may need. You may get a coach or a mentor who is already an expert in the field. And a mental influence in your learning pathway is so crucial and can help you get there on time. Another thing to know is employ the principle of deep work. As mentioned earlier, now document your progress on a weekly or daily basis.
1: Okay. In conclusion, you should know that what distinguishes masters from mediocres aren't just talent, but it's uh, countless numbers of hours that they invest in mastering craft. And she also understand that mastering attacks involve patience, dedication. And discipline. These are just innate abilities, just like every other skill, they can be learned. So don't think, I'm not a pressure type, I cannot be, you know, you know, Mm-mm. don't give yourself that um, excuse that you're trying to. So you can actually learn patience, you can actually learn dedication. you can actually learn discipline. You just need to have that hunger for excellence.
0: Amazing. Yes, try it and get back to us. Now, as pertaining to landing a gig after gaining mastery, now there are a few things that you can actually do. Of course, once you've gained mastery of a skill, it's time to actually put your portfolio in order put your CV in order look out for uh verified and reliable platforms where you can seek job look at uh, LinkedIn and the rest and it's time to start applying now if you want to land a remote job faster we did an episode last year that we want you to check out on how to land a remote job so it will give you an express and a comprehensive view on what to do how to do it and how to get results so we talked about diverse things that you can do so check it out and Give us a feedback. And that's it for the show today. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Thanks for being a part of today's conversation on The Tech Nats Show. Do follow us on social media at The Tech Nats Show. Join our growing tech community on Telegram at Tech Nats Show so you'll never miss any updates. If you find our content valuable, would love you to drop us comments or likes. Or you could share it with your friends too. Catch you next week.